verse 6. If we claim to have fellowship with Him, yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not live by the truth. If we walk in the light as He is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, His Son, purify us from all sin. If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sin, He is faithful and just, and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. If we claim we have not sinned, we make Him out to be a liar, and His word has no place in our lives. I guess every one of us is familiar with 1 John 1, 9. It says, if we confess our sins, He's faithful and just, and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. But I think we have taken that verse out, you know, and apply it to, you know, when we sin and we confess to God, God is faithful and just to forgive our sin. But I want you to know that this passage, we, we look at, Every verses in its context, in its passage, is not talking about individual. It's talking about when we relate to one another, when we walk in the light, when we walk with one another, what happened. So that's, what, that's, uh, that's where we are going this morning. When we are living together with brothers and sisters, with others, then we are walking in the light. Because God is light. Uh, so because God is light, in Him there is no darkness. So when we are walking with Him, definitely we are walking in the light. And we heard over Christmas that God is a great light, not just a light, a great light that appeared. And so there will be tremendous changes in our life. So if you are walking with God, your life, if you are truly walking in the, with God and in the light, your life definitely will change and change in a very great way because a great light has come. But if our life is not changing, after many years, yeah, there are some slight changes here and there, but there's no, not a lot of changes taking place, then we have to question ourselves, have we been walking in the light? What, what do we mean by walking in the light? Uh, uh, yeah, we look at verse 6. He said, if we claim to have fellowship with Him, yet walk in darkness, you lie, and do not live by the truth. So to walk in the light, meaning we are living by the truth. We are living by the Word of God that has been proclaimed to us. What, what is the cause for people to continue to live in darkness when the light has come, when the light has shined in us. The first thing that I can think of is pride. You know, pride will blind our eyes from seeing what is the truth. Because we, the, the, the pride in us, we, we are self-righteous. You know, so we do not allow people to correct us. We do not allow the Word of God to penetrate into our hearts to correct our ways. So we continue to live in darkness. We continue to do things which is not 
right. And then another type of people who are still blind, who are still living in darkness, are people who are insecure. Because when we are insecure, what do we want to do? We want to be controlling. Okay? We want to be controlling. So because we want to be controlling, we are not seeing what God is saying. We are not hearing what God is saying because we function out of fear, out of insecurity. We want to control our environment, control people, and so we do not let God come in to take control of the situation. And therefore, we cannot see what is the reality, what God is trying to say. We are still holding on to our ways. Okay, so uh, another thing that will stop us from, from seeing the light, walking in the light, is of course sin, sin in our life. Uh, because of selfishness, selfish motive, uh, we want our own way, we love the pleasure of sin, and therefore we do not want to change. We do not want God's way, okay? So when we live in sin, it's not that we don't know the truth. It's just that we don't want to live in the truth. We don't want the truth. So therefore, we are still living in darkness. But the Word of God tells us that when we live by the truth, the truth will set us free, right? So that is when we are living in the light because light has come, darkness has disappeared. When we are being set free, that is when we are living in the truth. But when we are still not, not we are still struggling, you know, can you see, then that is light and darkness uh, struggling, fighting, until eventually light come through. You know, light always come through when we stand on the side of the light. Okay, so, so when light appears, it doesn't mean that everyone will see the light. Why? We have the light, but it doesn't mean that we live by the light. We can still live in darkness. If we are living in the truth, what happens? The first thing that happens is our mindset is being renewed. If our mindset is not being renewed, we cannot change. We are still living in the old ways. So, so when the light comes, the, the first thing that happens is our mind is being renewed. See, so when the light appears... You know, we, we allow the light to, to renew our mindset. Our value system will change. How we look at things will change because we'll be looking at it from the truth, from God's point of view, rather than basing it on our understanding, our human wisdom, learning, right? So the renewal of the mind has got to change. That's why in Romans 12, verse 2, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. So the Bible tells us that through time living on this earth, through what we have received, from our teaching at home, environment, society, and even the Word of God. Okay, there is a pattern that has been established, that has been formed in us. And we function according to that pattern that is in our mind and in our heart. So that's why 
unless this pattern that has been established, this pattern of thought, this value system that is in us has been broken, we cannot live the new life. We cannot walk according to the light, to the truth. Because that pattern controls our behavior. And so that's why we need to allow the truth to come in and break that pattern, replace that pattern of thoughts in our heart. Can you see? It's difficult. And the longer we live, that means the older we are, that pattern gets stronger. It's harder to change. You understand, it's so difficult to change an older person compared with a young mind, right? Even a young mind, sometimes it's difficult, but with an older person, that pattern is strongly established. It's, you know, it has been there for so long, it's very difficult to change. In fact, when people who live above certain age, you know, no matter what you tell them, how you tell them, you know, it's wrong and so on and so on, they cannot take in. They will not change. Yeah, they will not change. But one kind of person can change, even though they are very old. It's a person who lives in the Spirit of God. That person can change. You know, so I'm not saying we cannot change. I'm saying if you live according to the flesh, if you live according to your old pattern, according to your ways, you will not change. But if you move in the realm of the Spirit, you live according to the Spirit, you will change from glory into glory all the time. So this morning is what kind of people do you want to be? You want to be people who, I'm old, I know it all, I've learned it for so long, this is my ways, you know, you're not going to change me, fine. That's who you are. But if you want to be men of the Spirit, you just long for God. You just desire for God. You just want the things of God. You just want the glory of God. You are in a constant changing mode because you want what God has for you. So we can change if we want to live according to the Spirit. But if you want to live according to the flesh, you will not change. It will not change, especially when you are older because that pattern is set in your mind. Even those who learn early childhood, you realize that in the early stage of the development, you know, maybe up to seven, eight, nine years old, the expert tell us that pattern has been set. After that, it's very difficult to change that child. After that, you're talking about a child at that young age, that pattern has already been set. How about us who have been living in this world for many, many years? How difficult it is to change. So that's why we've got to be really be people of the Spirit in order for our life to transform. You can sit in church, I tell you. You listen to my powerful preaching. But you can be just the same. Because that pattern, that pattern is there. You know, that's why the Word of God said, be renewed. Be renewed in your mind so that you can be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Okay? So when, when, when the Word of God comes, do not fight against the Word, but rather repent. 
repent and say, God, I, I realize there's some struggle against your word. I realize my thought pattern is different from yours. And so I repent. Forgive me. It begins to allow the word of God to break that mindset that is in you. Look at the word of God here in 1 Corinthians 2 verse 10. The verse before that say, who can understand the mind of God? Who can know what God you know, has prepared for us? Yeah. Uh, verse 10. But God has revealed it to us by His Spirit. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. For who among men knows the thought of a man except the man's spirit within him? In the same way, no one knows the thought of God except the Spirit of God. We have not received the Spirit of the Word, but the Spirit who is from God, that we may understand what God has freely given us. So the Word of God tells us there is the Spirit of the Word that we have been exposed to. But now, how can we receive new things? We receive it by our spirit. God revealed it to us by our spirit. And that's why it's important to keep our spirit pure, to keep our spirit tender, soft, you know? Because that pattern, if it's in there, it hardens our spirit. We cannot receive new things. It hardens our spirit. So we keep our spirit tender. We keep our spirit soft. You know, then we're receiving. We can receive from God what He has prepared for us. Okay, if we did not receive the Word of God into us, our thought has no difference between the, uh, no difference with the pagan. Our thought pattern is the same because it comes from the Word. Right? It comes from the Word. And... Uh, Look at verse 8 of chapter 2, 1 Corinthians 2. It says, None of the rulers of this age understood it. For if they had, they would not have crucified the law of glory. So the rulers of this age do not understand what God is saying. And can you see? The rulers are those who have a strong mind who have a very intelligent mind, uh, who can analyze facts and data and figures. But when it comes to the spiritual dimensions, the things of God, they just cannot grasp what it is because it's received by the Spirit. So it is very wrong for churches because somebody who is so successful in this world because they are successful, they are rulers of this world, we bring them in as leaders. You're asking for trouble because their mindset are not renewed. They, are, they have the values of this world. Right? So you, you find that there's constant struggle, there's conflicts because they don't understand the things of God. It's not that they are evil. It's not that they, are, they, they, they deliberately do that. No, because of the pattern the pattern that is inside. They just cannot grasp the things of the Spirit. So if you are successful, intelligent, you know, very analytical, it doesn't mean that you can understand the things of God, the Scripture. It doesn't mean that. You've got to be men of the Spirit in order 
to be able to understand what God has for you. Okay, 知道我们在灵里面突破呢，我们是不晓得这个事情的。给你一个圣经的例子 ，give you an example. Nicodemus, 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 the Pharisee. Oh, he he functioned according to the pattern of this world. He searched the Scripture. He loved God. But his spirit has not been open, so he functioned in the realm of of the natural realm. He, he reason and understand in the natural realm. You can you can recognize that because when Jesus say a man must be born again, you see his reaction is born again. You mean how can we go back to the mother's womb and be born again? You see he's functioning in the natural realm, but he loves God. He studied the scripture, but he, somehow. You know, he still have that sense. He knew that Jesus is something, somebody special. He knew that what Jesus said is good and is correct, and he wanted to know more. But at this moment, he's functioning in the natural realm. Okay, a man who loves God, a man who seeks God. And so this morning, maybe there are people in our midst. You too love God. You too seek God. To a certain extent, but you are seeking God from your natural mindset. And that's why some of us we, we we find it hard to to go into to to speaking in tongue, praying in tongue a lot because we in our natural mind we say what for? I don't understand what I pray. I don't want understand. So why why spend so much time praying in tongue? You see, because we're functioning in a natural mindset, and we are, we we are, we find it difficult to enter into. The spiritual aspect. So to to break that stronghold, it, it it doesn't take place overnight. That's why the word of God say, you know, you need to be uh, uh, transformed by the renewing of your mind. It, it it takes place over a process of time as we allow the word of God to come into us. So the renewed mindset will be able to approve the will of God. The renewed mindset now thinks like God. So when God's word is spoken, the renewed mindset approves the will of God. The renewed mindset will say, "Amen." Yes, that's the word of God. But the unrenewed mindset, when it hears the word of God, he say, "How can it be? Not possible." You see, the unrenewed mindset, the renewed mindset approves the word of God. So, so. You realize if there is a lot of struggle in you when you listen to the word of God, you know there's a lot of question, there's a lot of doubts, there's a lot of opposition in your heart when you listen to the word of God. That means you have an unrenewed mindset because it can't approve the word of God. And then the process of renewing our mind. How do you re- how do we renew our mind? Is it just just declaring the word of God? You know, proclaiming the word of God. Will our mind be renewed? We need to reason with God. That's the other aspect of renewing our mind, because to change your mindset, to change the, your value system, to change how you look at things, it's not just declaring the truth. Some of us we declare the truth, you know, but there is no change inside. It doesn't bring up a new perspective, insight. That new perspective comes because we reason with God. 
reason with God. So when you go through the process of reasoning with God, because now you don't agree, you say, no, it cannot be done. I cannot forgive the person. Yeah? So you go through that, 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 that uh, process. You're arguing with God. See, so when you know how to reason with God, until eventually, what you hear from God is what you want, is what you agree on. So you become one with God in your mindset. So that means your pattern, thought pattern has been changed. Until it takes place, you are still struggling. You are still, your mind is still not renewed. Okay? And, and this is what God wants. In Isaiah 1, verse 18. Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they are red as crimson, they shall be like wool. God is calling His people, come. Come and reason with me. Why? Because now what I'm telling you, it doesn't register. You don't see, you don't agree, you don't walk by it. Because it doesn't register inside. So God is saying, come, come and reason. Let's reason together. You see, it takes a process of communication to and fro, arguing, until eventually you are overpowered by the reasoning of God. Until now, you absolutely agree with what God says. And it's not just what God says now. It's what you say as well. You are one with God. You are in fellowship with God. Your mind is renewed now. So it goes through the process of arguing, reasoning, reasoning. So now, you see, when God's will is being proclaimed, you are proof of it. You can understand it. You can see it yeah? uh, uh, and, 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 and receive it. So in the process of reasoning, you've got to be specific. What are you reasoning about? What's the problem? What is the problem? Recently, I talked to someone. You know, oh, this is a very difficult person to talk to. Despite the fact he said, I'm human, I make mistakes, but, you see, when you make a general statement like that, it can mean nothing. The person make that statement, but the person see himself as spotless, as never at fault, any problem is you, is the other person, is you know, but the person never, never, I'm talking about the person I'm talking to, never acknowledge any problem, he was wrong. But he keeps saying, you know, yeah, I'm I'm human, I make mistakes. But never acknowledge. When you try and reason with the person, you bring him to talk about this particular problem that he has, has, has done, this thing that he has done. Once you almost nail him, you know, reveal to him he's wrong, immediately he turn around and attack you and attack anybody and so on. He doesn't want to face that problem. Okay, so in order for you, for that person to change, the person has to accept very specific, what is this problem? Okay, yeah, I'm wrong, sorry, you know, I, I deal with that. But if you just make general statement, it means nothing. You can be as proud as anything, you know. 
I think of all the people I met, beside God, he's the most perfect person. Probably more perfect than God. Absolute lousy guy. Cannot change. Why? Because of pattern inside. He refused to allow the word of God to come and change his mindset. Right? And always other people, other people's fault. So, so we've got to be specific. What is the problem you're struggling with? Work through that. Work through that problem so that your mind is changed in that area. How do we go about reasoning with God? Some of us, you cannot reason with God by yourself. You need a counsellor. You need someone to sit through. Because reasoning requires an exchange of, of, of mindset, right? Because some of us, we, 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 we are just stuck. We cannot see. So we need somebody to come in to talk to us and help us to see beyond what we are seeing so that we can change our mindset. Because even God talking to you, you, you just can't get it. So you need somebody to sit around you know, and say, I have this problem. In my mind, I cannot believe this. Blah, blah, blah. So you need somebody to sit, sit with you and help you to see beyond. Beyond what you are seeing. Okay? Otherwise, you cannot change. So we're talking about a reasoning process. Because how many of you can talk to God and hear God talk to you and then you talk to God and hear God to talk to you? You can right? But God is using leaders, yet God is using people to help you to see. But if you are just doing that, talking to God, God talking to you, I tell you a lot of people are under deception. They think they, they're hearing God, but they, they, are, they are talking to themselves. So you need somebody to sit through and talk to you and bring you a different dimension and, and tell you God's dimension, especially somebody you know who walks in the Spirit. Don't go and talk to someone who will walk in the flesh and hope that they will help you to solve your problem. They will take you further into, into bondage. I'll give you an example. In Malachi 3, verse 7 and verse 8. Ever since the time of your forefathers, you have turned away from my decrees and have not kept them. Return to me and I will return to you, says the Lord Almighty. But you ask, how are we to return? God answered, will a man rob God, yet you rob me? But you ask, how do we rob you? In tithes and offering. Okay, so you have an example. Somebody or, or this group of people, they are reasoning with God. Because God is saying, return to me. And the guy is saying, What? How do we return to you? You see? If you, don't, if you are not specific, you, you don't know what to do. So God responded in tithing. Oh, that's very specific. In tithing. Because you all have been robbing me. And then they ask, how do we rob you? Right? He said, you have to bring the full tithes. The full amount. Because you have been giving, but you are giving partial. You know, the part of one ten, you did, did not bring the full amount. See? So we need to reason. Reason with God so that we can see what God is saying and, and we can understand what God is saying so that we can walk into it. Right? Be specific. What is the area that you are not 
obeying God, that you are rebelling against God. You've got to reason with God so that you are totally convinced. So when we, our mind is now being renewed, we are agreeing with God, that's when you can fight against the enemy. Otherwise, you cannot fight against the enemy, right? Look at uh, 2 Corinthians 10, verse 5. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. How do you demolish an argument? You demolish an argument with a better reasoning, with the truth. Then you demolish the argument. But if you don't know the truth, if you don't understand the details of things, and that's why a lot of us, we are bound by the enemy without knowing because somebody comes with some argument. And it sounds right. It sounds good. But we don't have a better argument to come against that lies. Okay, example. Satan came to Jesus. You are hungry. You are the son of God. Turn the stone into bread. What's wrong with that? Right? God wants you to, you have already finished your fasting, isn't it? God wants you to eat, right? So, you are son of God, you can. So prove. Turn the, the, the stone into bread. But Jesus knew the word of God. He was able to counter the argument by saying, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the, out from the mouth of God. See, if he doesn't have the scripture, if he doesn't know the scripture well, he cannot demolish the argument because the argument sounds reasonable. So a lot of us, we, we do not have the truth. So we are so easily deceived by people who have part of the truth. For instance, there could be people who come to talk, say to talk to you. You know, God doesn't just use pastor. He uses everyone. Correct, right? Very true. God used everyone. Why should we listen to him? You know, because God used everyone. Why must it come from him? That's true also. Because God can speak through donkeys. But what is the spirit behind the person who is talking to you? The person is trying to tell you, you don't have to listen to pastor. Because God doesn't just listen to him. You can rebel against what he is doing because God used everyone. You see, that's what's behind it. But if you don't have a better argument, you see, what is being conveyed to you is right, it's true. But we are not able to break that argument because we do not discern the spirit that is behind it. And therefore, we, we are being misled. Jesus, he discerned what is in the Pharisee when they come to ask him a question. He discerned their spirit. And Jesus said, okay, 
Before I answer you that question, I will ask you an, an, a question. Is John the Baptist from God or from man? Because he discerned the motive. And these people dare not answer because if they say from man, the people know it's from God. Then if they say it's from God, then Jesus will say, why don't you also believe me? So they don't want the answer. You see, Jesus discerned. He has a higher truth. He's able to break those arguments. So that's why a lot of time people dare not come to Him. They dare not ask any more questions. Because Jesus has a higher truth. They ask those trap questions. They are not seeking for the truth. They just want to get Jesus to answer them according to the way they want. But Jesus didn't. Jesus has a higher truth. So that's why Jesus was able to counter and break those arguments. And you got to, we, we have to be very careful. That's why we need to reason with, with God and, and so that we are not deceived by the argument of people. Argument. So we must have the truth inside. We really need to reason. We really need to understand. Because what people say sounds right. It sounds correct. Very spiritual. But behind it, deception. Behind it, demons are working. You see? So, uh, so we're talking about the process of renewing our mind. I think this morning, that should be enough. I should stop. So, in this coming, well, in the years ahead, let's be men and women of the Spirit. Meaning, you live by the truth. You want to know the truth. You want to reason with God. You want to understand the truth. So that light can shine into your heart and into your mind. So that you can walk in the light. Walk and not walking in darkness. So that we have fellowship with God, with the Father. Okay, so, so this renewing of our mind is a process. And you have to work at it. Okay, you have to allow the Word of God to come in. And then reason. Because inside, we still have things that we fight against. You know, the Word of God. So we've got to reason. We need help from people to come and talk through with us. So that we can understand. When you understand, when you embrace it, then that light has entered into you. And then you are able to walk in the light. A lot of us, we can't walk in the light because we just know what the Scriptures say. But that's not what we say. Okay, so we are not living by it. We are still living according to the pattern that we have in our mind. We cannot change. So we need to allow the Word of God to come in, right? To renew, to reason, to argue with God. With God. It's okay to argue with God until we finally surrender and say, God, I know your way is the best. I know your word is the truth. I know this is what I want to believe because it's your word. Okay? And then the enemies will not be able to come in. We will be able to live out what God wants us to live. We will be in fellowship with God, with the Father. Shall we stand?